0: Everyone, this is Jay and Chris broadcasting our podcast from Hadley's Hope at Planet LV426, and you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. So, what do we got today? Uh, we're going to talk about what's going on in the world of comics. We got a book report. We're going to talk about Dark Knight Returns three, issue three. We're going to discuss the concept of whether or not Superman is outdated as a character. We're going to talk about the latest trailers for Suicide Squad, Doctor Strange, and Godzilla Resurgence. We're going to talk about uh, the rumor of Michael Keaton being cast in the next Spider-Man Homecoming movie. No movie review today. In Toy Box, we're going to talk about the upcoming Batman Animated Series figures and the Captain America Series 2 Civil War figures. We're going to review a DC Universe figure and no required reading today. So... um, Let's get into it. Book, book report. So you and I, we both read Dark Knight 3, Issue 3. Uh, Chris, what what'd you think of it? I, I actually think that this was the best comic in the series. Um,
1: at first, now now mind you, I've told you before, the Dark Knight Returns is not one of my favorite genres of Batman.
0: You don't like Fat Batman. I do not like Fat Batman. Is, this is not a stranger, no. No, no. Not I, to be confused with Kevin Smith. Batman, a fat man on Batman he's saying he doesn't like fat fat Batman, Batman. fat Batman Correct. okay
1: all right um, but this one I, I thought it actually had a, a lot of symbolism and I mean even though Bruce is still gruff and everything like that, he finally
0: realizes that
1: he needs help
0: uh, just to let you know we're gonna be talking spoilers so if you haven't read this issue you you don't want you may want to skip ahead because we're, we're gonna be giving stuff away that happened in the comic book okay so why don't you explain? Well, uh at this point now Earth has been invaded by the Kandorians. So so Superman's daughter who now I'm increasingly hating uh as I read this book, I'm I'm not liking her uh at all. Uh enlisted the Atom in the last issue to to unshrink the bottle city of Kandor and sets them all free, uh, but sets the wrong ones free. The ones right. that she sets free are the parts of the like the some kind of Horrible death cult. Yeah, I guess. Um, man, I hate when that happens. I hate. You know, y- you want to. Un- you think you're doing some good. Doing y- some good. Yeah. You know what? The message here is no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. I think that's the moral of this story. So, or maybe you shouldn't have just trusted her. Maybe you shouldn't have trusted her. So she enlists Ray Palmer to unshrink the shrunken city of Kandor, and you have now this death cult of Kandorians who, by the way, all have Superman's powers, yeah. and th- they're basically just wreaking havoc. Now, getting to back to what you well, had said about, but what you think
1: about it though, honestly, they raise Candor, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but if I've been trapped in that bottle
0: for how many years now, fifty, sixty years, I'd be a little pissed off. I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be a little ornery, you know. I'm, I'm gonna be, yeah, probably not in the best health. So yeah. I don't think she thought that all the way through, but so. Back to what you were saying, though. So Batman realizes he needs some help. Right. So he's going to take Carrie Kelly on a on a field trip up to the Fortress of Solitude. He takes his Learjet
1: or however he gets there, That
0: plane, whatever. Maybe that. Maybe he borrowed the owl from Night Owl from, from bat, submarine. bat Submarine. Bat Submarine got up there somehow. And now the the big moment we 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 get answered you know, because I thought it was kind of an interesting question. At the when we first started reading Dark Knight Three, when you first see Superman, he's just he's sitting in a block of ice. He's he is pulling a Captain America. I wish you know if only people could see you. You're wearing a Captain America shirt. It's very fitting. And what's
1: funny is you actually have he has a Calvin and Hobbes, but it's set up as Luke Skywalker on the Tauntaun. So it's kind of a
0: snow theme. So it's it's actually very appropriate for what we're talking about. So so in in this series, Dark Knight Three, we first get introduced to Superman. He is as a a block of ice. Um and it, it, I remember thinking okay that's that's kind of interesting I was very disappointed at the the answer of how he got that way I was thinking oh is it magic did someone trap him in there like that no no and Chris I'll give you an opportunity to No to, go ahead and
1: sh- explain but well know, apparently
0: Superman just kind of it wasn't even as good as what I thought at first I thought it was going to be well did the he just kind of sit there 3. And, and he used the superman breath and just went and just you know, encased himself in a block of ice. But no. it wasn't even that. He basically he gave just, up. He just gave up. He, he just gave just up. Sat
1: there. And it's kind of like the old question, you know? I guess the world didn't need a Superman at that point, so he just sat there. No TV on. No nothing. Just until sat there.
0: he froze. Now
1: I forgot how how do they actually get into
0: the Fortress of Solitude? Because you need a big ass key to open the door. And he makes that joke. I, he he does. He makes the the joke. But I uh, Batman makes the joke. But I I don't think. I think he just left it up. When you're Superman, are you really that worried about someone breaking into your house if you're home? Well, who knows? I don't think so, but... Uh, yeah, so they find him there. So Batman and Robin find Superman. He's sitting there in the in the ice. And I just... For me, it makes me... It's just more evidence that Frank Miller doesn't really know how to write Superman. Right. Uh, in, my op- in my opinion. Um, because Superman is one of those characters he, he doesn't give up. He, he is meant, as he, he, at his inception, he is meant to be a symbol of hope. Right. He, he, he doesn't give up. So the idea that he just gets fed up with, with the world and says, no, forget it. I, I, I can't, you know, I, I just, I, I can't make a difference. He's, this, is, this is mopey Zack Snyder Superman. Well, the thing that I really like about it is it actually shows kind of more of, remember, his, he was raised
1: by humans. This is kind of his human side. He's looked and he says, you know what? The world doesn't need a Superman anymore. And he he gives up. He's like, you know what, I I, I don't want to do it. Batman's retired. Everybody's out. I'm tired of of doing this. You know. So he sits there. He kind of does a, Conan, a King Conan kind of a thing, and he
0: slumps on his throne, and he just forgets to get up. Mm-hmm. I see it. I mean, I I get what you're talking about. I just for me, it just seems inconsistent with with the character. I guess maybe if if I knew more about this Superman. Um, his supporting cast, like, where's Lois in this? Like in the in Kingdom Come, right? I feel like they gave him a really good motivation for uh, for those of you not familiar, and if you're not familiar, you need to stop listening to this podcast again. Go to your nearest bookstore, get a copy of Kingdom Come, or go on comicsology.com if they have it if it, they have it available, and find read Kingdom Come because it is one of the greatest. Uh, if not most beautifully drawn DC graphic novels of all time, but in but in in Kingdom Come, I feel like we had a plausible reason for why Superman withdrew from humanity then, because Lois had been killed by the Joker, and uh, Lois had always been portrayed as his connection to yep. connection humanity. Really so I, I guess we don't really know, in, in this world created by, by Frank Miller, the Dark Knight Returns universe, we don't really know a lot about Superman. We just know that he, he sort of acquiesced to the, the government, he sort of became a government stooge, uh, and, and we don't really know very much about his motivation. Uh, Miller really doesn't get us into that, and so I guess that's why it's harder for me to accept that this Superman would give up, but I, I think you have a good point with that. I mean, he's he's just... Something has happened to him where he's become so disappointed and so discouraged that he just decides i'm i'm gonna flip my opinion it's a now it, it's it's definitely a very powerful statement of how discouraged he was that he would sit there and allow himself to be you know turn into a sickle. but um, <laughs> yeah um I just wish I knew knew a little more about
1: well, it well agreed I mean the other thing too is you don't really know what happened to Jimmy Olsen. you don't really know. Why? Where's Clark Kent at this point? I mean, has anyone explained where Clark Kent is? Is Clark Kent dead? Is
0: Clark Kent gone? Is you know, did he move? I mean, nobody's really said anything. And I get it, because it's a Batman story. So oh, right, right, but, right. But I think that could be taken care of just easily in just a few lines of exposition. I mean, you could even have uh, Bruce talking with Carrie and, and and saying you know something about well, uh, you know, no one's you know, ever since he faked Clark Kent's death, or ever ever since Lois got you know, I don't know. Fed up and left him, and decided she wanted to, you know, go shack up with Green Lantern. I don't, I don't know anything. I think it could be taken care of in, uh, in exposition. I, I just think that my, my opinion is, and I think it. I've read it other, other places before. Is that, uh, that Miller's even said that he doesn't really care for the character of Superman, and I, I think it just affects the way that he.
1: he well, writes. I mean, you know, with everything that Miller does, everything is dark, gritty. He loves. You know, uh, his heroes to drink. He's one of the only people to actually put Bruce Wayne has been drinking. You know, he loves with the wine cellar and everything like that. Um, You know, Sin City, all, all of that stuff. He loves to show that even though there's the light, they all have that darkness in them. So for Superman, it's really hard for him to do because Superman is pure light. There is no negative with him and you know he he's the boy scout He is the typical boy scout that you know so i can totally see why frank miller does not like to use him M-
0: miller writes antiheroes very well def- definitely so i i mean all those titles you mentioned uh, sin city um you know dark knight returns uh he 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 definitely captures the the antihero very well and and superman's just not an antihero so that's probably why he doesn't he doesn't translate as well or write.
1: So, basically, the the thing is, is, um, you know, Carrie and Bruce are having this conversation next to the Clark Skull, as you like to call him, and, you know, he's telling him, and he still kind of makes fun of him, which I like, is he actually still calls him Kansas. He goes, you know, he goes, get up, Kansas, wallow time is over, you know, and, and Batman is always on a mission, he's always got something to do, and he's not moving, and Carrie finally gets fed up, you know, and she's like, come on, boss. Let's go, let's leave him right. to hell with him, right, right, and then all of a sudden he goes, you know fine, and he actually says something um Bruce tells him that it's his people uh he goes, the world needs you saving that kills me, and he was saying that kills me, you know that they actually need it. Because Bruce has always said the world
0: doesn't need a Superman, you know in this in this universe in the in the dark Knight returns universe they you really kind of get the sense from the, the stories the, these guys maybe had a mutual respect for each other, but Batman do, in, in this universe does not like Superman. They they are not they are not friends. Or or maybe if they were, that split at the end of the first Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. was sort of that was really the end of their friendship. Yeah, and you just get the sense Batman has no respect for Superman right. at all. So basically, they they
1: allure that it's the city of Candor, and they say. Your people are destroying our Earth. And, you know, And finally they're ready to leave, and then all of a sudden they start to hear the cracking, and they start to hear the uh, ice break, and then you see Clark standing up, and he looks at Bruce, and he says to him, um, he says, did you say my people? I actually, I, like I said, I'm, not, I'm a huge Batman fan. Superman, I'm okay with. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm familiar enough. I like the design and where they were going with it. Um, they went kind of more Kingdom Come because the logo actually has the black. It's it's the red S and the red border, and then instead of the yellow, it's a black. Um, as you see in Kingdom Come, it's kind of that widespread
0: futuristic looking but it's black very angular it's a very angular s this is more this actually reminds me more of like the older kind of fleischman and yeah yeah yeah, like the fleischman cartoon i'm glad you brought that up because i wanted to talk a little bit about the artwork in this the the artwork uh, is it adam oh my god i'm so embarrassed is it adam kubert or andy kubert Um, it's one of the kubert brothers and sam i looking looking. the, the artwork though is just is really good um you know, considering that, you know, I I was not a fan. It's of Andy Kubert. Andy Kubert. Okay, the, the artwork's really good. I I was not a, a fan of Dark Knight Strikes Again for the writing or the artwork. I just I, I really felt like the, uh, I, I don't know what had happened. It, uh, Miller was experimenting with some new things, and it, it it just it it really didn't work for me. But but this is is really nice, and I feel like Andy really um, captured some of that spirit. Visually, from the first Dark Knight
1: No, absolutely. So basically, Superman gets broken through, and you find out the Kandorians have taken over Russia. They they have basically invaded everything. They're talking. They're basically saying, we're taking over everything. Um, So obviously, they want to go to where they're at. Now, of course, you know, Batman shows up. They kind of mock him, whatever, and he goes, no, I have backup, and here comes Clark. Only to find out that the Kandorians have a secret weapon themselves. And they have... Kara, bitch! I I
0: I, oh, I I hate her so much. And,
1: and the thing is about Supergirl, which I always look at, she is always the traitor. But she's always that confused character. I, she I, doesn't know where she belongs. Where Clark, Clark knows, I'm I belong on Earth. She's like, well, I don't really know. These are more of my people than the humans are. She's so just
0: written as a horrible, horrible person. But maybe that's Miller's point. And and if that is, his, if he's trying to write her as sort of this very arrogant. Sort of character mission accomplished. He, right. he he did it. But if you look though, Superman didn't have a purpose for the longest time. Kara
1: has a purpose. She wants to be with her people to be able to take over. They want a world, the world that, that belonged to them. They've been stuck in a bottle for sixty years. And In fact,
0: to be honest, and with she's you, been kind of stuck on an in a way. You know, her story kind of parallels their uh, the Kandorians in a way because she's been stuck on paradise island oh absolutely with 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 her mother and and the the amazon so i mean in her you know kind of in her own way she's sort of been trapped as well so correct so maybe that's what miller is getting at is that she senses kind of a kinship with them not just because they are of her people but also because uh she's been trapped much like they've been trapped. correct Okay, well let let's move on. Uh, we're, since you know we're talking about Superman, he's in this issue of Dark Knight Returns three. Uh, we're going to talk about our our question uh, addressing comic trends. Is the concept of Superman outdated? And and maybe I should be more specific.
1: So the the question is is, as we were just saying, does the world need a Superman?
0: does the world need a superman well this world certainly needs one um i i i just think it would be great if we could have someone who could one fire guy and just stop horrible things from one from guy happening. but the reason what got me thinking about this question chris is that you you just see uh the the trend now is it's just it's all anti-heroes yeah it's all anti-heroes it's all about making characters just grim and dark and, and gritty and you, you and i have talked about batman v superman and I, i've that's you know i feel like that's what snyder was trying to do well i've noticed too
1: within like the new 52 they've kind of turned superman into a millennial and anyone who's a millennial i apologize i'm probably you know uh maybe most of you are probably wrong but a lot of them they've you know the, the superman feels like the world owes him something and he's like you know, he slams the guy up against the wall, and he's like, don't make me hit
0: you with my laser eyes, you know, and he's, he's, this guy's actually kind of angry, and well, I remember in Justice League War, and in, in the cartoon, and even in the comics, I mean, he's kind of a, I mean, he is, he's kind of a dick, yeah. he, he, he's, uh, when he first meets Batman and Green Lantern, he shows up, and he, his whole thing is like, oh, what can you do, and then yeah. he, like, flings Batman aside, I mean, he, could have k- killed them, and he it just doesn't seem very. I guess what I'm saying is Uncle Ben would have been very disappointed. He is uh, uh, not not adhering to the great power. Uh, oh, absolutely uh, not. Requires great responsibility. Adage at all. No, but the thing is too
1: with like Clark is I'm used to the you know the milk and cookies you know gee, you know gee gosh blah 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 blah, and but the thing is for Superman, Superman is is more. Confident over himself, he is more. See, it's it's kind of like you know, the way that our people kind of see themselves. You look at it, and even even Christopher Reeve, he nailed it perfectly. And the reason was, when he was Clark, he was fumbling over his words, fumbling over things, throwing things all over the place, and he's hunched over and makes himself look smaller. And I hate bring it up, but Superman too. Okay, when he's about to tell Lois that he's Superman, what does he do? His posture changes. He straightens himself up. And the other thing is that you got to look at is the, there's a reason why he does that.
0: Well, the Clark Kent is the disguise. The the, the slumping over right. is the... so that
1: nobody can understand, nobody can see. They are like, he can't possibly be Superman.
0: It's right. impossible. Right. But another thing too is it's not just about the glasses. It's about it's more of psychologically. People wouldn't be able to accept that someone that that wimpy, that that wussy. Right. Uh, You know, could be Superman, but not 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 to cut you off. But I want to make sure I just kind of keep this on track with the the discussion. So the the idea is, so that Superman, the the sort of Dick Donner, John you know John Byrne uh, Superman, Man of Steel Superman, that one. The why don't we call him the pre New Fifty Two Superman? Is that idea outdated? Because it, 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 I I think I've I've heard people argue that oh Superman's lame. who are the characters that everyone gravitates to? I mean Wolverine, Punisher, the Deadpool. Deadpool, Batman. I mean yeah. even with us being as big a Batman yeah. fans no, as agreed. we are, Batman is is not And it's not even Batman anymore. Now it's
1: Harley Quinn. Now yeah. it's you know more the Joker even and and you know people like that they're they're good people who do bad things kind of a situation. Yeah, except and, the Joker cuz there's no possible way you can say he's a good person.
0: No, no, and see that that idea scares me th- that as a culture we've become so hardened that we we can't aspire to, yeah. you know, pe- that people would want to make fun of the ideal. Mm-hmm. That the, you know, you have a hero who does no wrong, who always tries to make the right choice, who doesn't lie, doesn't swear, doesn't seek revenge. I mean, People will laugh at this idea now, and I, I think it's kind of sad and it's kind of scary because, as a what does that say of us? Correct. If, if that's not what we want to aspire to be, if, if we all, if everyone's the badass, right, what kind of world does
1: that become? Well, because now here's the thing though you know, it's going to become the reverse. Because, as we know with culture trends and the way things are, think about it everybody wants to be the badass, right? Mm-hmm. There's always going to be that one guy who wants to go against the herd. So, who's he going to be? Superman.
0: There's always going to be someone who wants to be Superman. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right because uh, I, you know, I was one of them. I remember as a as a kid, uh, I didn't always like Superman. No, I, I didn't always like because he was the Boy Scout, the 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 goody two shoes. Um, but now, I mean, as an adult and having just had some of the life experiences that I've had, uh, I can really appreciate the idea of. Someone who always try to always tries to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. who never lies, who stands up for for what he believes in, and I just I think the idea that if we lose that, if we no longer aspire to to be that, then I think it's really really sad. Well, agreed. But you know,
1: you you wonder if it's outdated and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you, it's not. I mean, look at the way Marvel has portrayed Captain America. Captain America has remained. He still has the same morals, same everything. They make fun of it, even in the movies. You know, language. Language. I mean, <laughs> to me, even Colossus still has kind of the same I am a good guy. I am an as a good as good can get. And I love that everybody needs that light with the dark. So no matter which way you're going to look at it, you're always going to need that milk-drinking Boy
0: Scout. But I'm going to debate you on that, Chris, because in Deadpool, and if you haven't seen Deadpool, that's another thing you need to stop listening to the podcast, go go watch Deadpool.
1: And first off, why haven't you seen it yet? Yeah,
0: yeah, you need to just... You, you can't respectfully call yourself a nerd and not have seen Deadpool yet, but... Colossus is portrayed in that way in that movie as a foil to Deadpool, and almost kind of to it's. I feel it's almost sort of made fun of in that movie, and and the fact that you know that he is so good, and that he he is so appalled at these things that Deadpool does. So so I didn't feel that watching that movie. While I really enjoyed watching Deadpool, I, I felt that the way that they were using Colossus in that movie was more as a foil to Deadpool. It was not to say, oh look, be like you know, be like this. It wasn't the Colossus movie, it was the Deadpool Correct. movie. Correct. However,
1: but if you looked at him, what did he keep saying to him? You are going to be an X-Men one day. You are going to be with us one day. And that was even the thing. Why else would they put Megasonic Teenage Warhead with Colossus? It's such a great name. Yes, Megas- exactly. Megasonic Teenage
0: Warhead. But what w- the shit? That's an awesome name! See, but the oh. thing
1: is, is, why did he have Colossus? He probably wants to instill those good values in a young teenager who has a bad attitude. Yeah. Wait. Why? Why did who have Colossus? Why? I mean, why would Xavier? Obviously, we know Xavier is the oh, one yeah. who gave yeah. them the mission. No, oh, no, no.
0: Sure, you sure. Know? I'm just talking about from a film perspective. I'm from from a film no. Perspective,
1: I agree but... with you because even still, like he asks her, "Did you eat breakfast? It's the most important meal of the day."
0: I, I love that. That was that was great. And that's what made him such a lovable character. I just hate. I I I hate the idea that being. That being the stand-up guy, the doing the right thing, the wholesome person uh, has somehow become outdated, or that's. And, and I'll, I'll just ask my question again, and, and you know, this is a question for you guys to kind of talk about and, and debate, and, and just to throw it in there in case I forget it at the end. If you ever want to send us comments, uh, we're going to get more ways for you for you to communicate with us. But for now. You can email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. So that's all one word, justusnerdspc, so Paul Christian. Don't put Paul Christian. Yeah, don't put Paul Christian. As, as in is, podcast. Yeah, as in podcast. That would have been better. That's that would have been So a lot much better. better. Yeah. Um, so justusnerdspc at gmail.com. But give, give us your thoughts. Um uh, so my question posing to you, what does the world become when everyone's a badass? What kind of world does that become? All right, let's 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 move along now uh, to our, our movie talk section. So um, Michael Keaton is rumored now to be cast in the next Spider-Man right. movie, Spider-Man it, homecoming. Home, homecoming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, Wow, so Batman is now in the Spider-Man universe? Is that right. what we're dealing with here? Yeah, the
1: thing is, is everyones it's just a rumor, but apparently he's been in with uh, Marvel. He sat down, he's been talking with them. So uh, people are speculating that he obviously is going to be in Spider-Man. He can't be in anything else. He's going to be in Spider-Man. Um, so uh, thanks to comicbookmovie.com, um, they actually proposed an article of who might... Michael Keaton be playing. Now, they have said, the thing is, is Michael Keaton won't be playing
0: Uncle Ben. He won't be playing, you know... No, no well, no, because you got to get a younger Uncle Ben. you got Marissa Tomei as right. Aunt May, so you got to get someone mm, right. young. So,
1: they're actually proposing, they're saying, Michael Keaton is possibly going to be either the main villain or a subsequent villain or somebody on the side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so who, who do you want to see michael keaton be who, well who would... the, they have a list and I'll, I'll give you from the least likely to probably the most likely okay so, this is from comic book well that's Com. most of theirs but i've added my own i've added one of my own which oh, i think uh, is the most likely. okay all right all right so they start out with jj owner jameson hate it well okay <laughs> but if hate you it. look at it i know they say villain but if you look at it jj is a villain he is always portraying Spider-Man as oh, a nuisance, and but Michael Keaton probably not the most. Uh, I don't think it would be the most fit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cast. Him he's as definitely
0: that. an antagonist, but no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see Michael Keaton. Okay, as, as J. J.J. Jameson.
1: The next they said is actually the Jackal.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: Now, for those meh. who don't know who the Jackal is, why don't you give them a little?
0: uh yeah so the the jackal was a spider man villain uh from like the nineteen sixties and uh i mean literally looked like kind of he had a costume that he wore with like a green jackal, and his shtick was genetics and actually uh he was in a story where he had cloned spider man and it w- it was just one issue, so he'd cloned spider man and artificially grew him to the you know to adult age and so now you've got two. Spider-Men. Who are identical. Are, who are identical and have identical powers, and neither one of them... Here's the catch, Chris. Are you ready? Neither one of them knows which one's the real Peter Parker and which one's the clone. So they're standing dun, there... Dun,
1: dun! So, of course,
0: Mary Jane's standing on
1: the rooftop with a, with a gun. Oh, no, no, no. Gonna is, have to shoot which one. You don't know <laughs> which
0: one. No, no, no. This is pre-Mary Jane. Remember, we're 1960s. This, this was Gwen Stacy. Gwen Gwen Stacy. Although, I think this was made after Gwen Stacy died. However, so uh the jackal he was uh his name was miles warren he was a professor at uh, empire state university and he was in love with gwen stacy right. and so after she was killed he actually cloned gwen stacy and so okay so they're saying that he could be the jackal eh,
1: for me it would be kind of refreshing it's a new character not many people know about him you know
0: and of course being nerds that we are Think of the action figure sales. I don't have a jackal. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, you know, I think of the jackal though as sort of a poor man's green goblin. And is he on your list as Norman? Actually, Osborn? I was going to say the next thing that they have brought up
1: is basically uh, Norman Osborn. I, I that I would like to see. Now the thing is, for me, I've I've basically thought about this. It is you know, he tell him has, the concept. Well, he's got the he's got that range. He's able to do the various serious role. If you looked at Birdman, it was was pretty serious, you know, and he was able to oh, portray... A,
0: Keaton's a wonderful, dramatic but, actor.
1: But then he can flip, and he can do that other side. So basically... Come on!
0: You want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get
1: nuts! Right. So we're going to have Beetlejuice on a glider.
0: I love that. I love that idea. You know,
1: just that idea, and he's like, Hey there, Spider-Man, you know, and just having fun with it. Go and, ahead,
0: make my millennium. You
1: know, and... and
0: nice freaking model! I, and, I, I love that. You know, Beetlejuice on a glider. No, that... that so... That is okay. So you haven't gone through your whole list, but I, I, that's I, number one for for me. Okay, that's on my wish list. All right. So now they're saying another character, not
1: not very relevant. Never been in a movie. Morloon.
0: Morloon, Okay. All right. I gotta get, I gotta give the four one one on on Okay. So uh, Morloon's a Spider Man villain more recently from yeah. the the two thousands, and he I think he was actually created when J Michael Straczynski was writing Spider Man. And uh, he comes from this uh, race of immortal beings that feed off of totems. Mm-hmm. so the idea behind the totems is that these uh, superpowered beings that draw their powers from a, from a totem uh, and in the case of spider man, the sort of the mystical uh, explanation for his powers is that he is sort of the living embodiment of the of, of the spider totem. And, and so Morlun is sort of this vampire right. who is uh, immortal and, and feeds off these, these animal tot- so totems.
1: So, basically, they're looking at that. I personally think that that's going to be too convoluted, too confusing. Because then also, they're going to try to open up the Are wor- they going to open up the worlds to the Spider-Verse? And personally, I think that's just going to be too confusing to,
0: you know... Because Morlun goes, uh, uh, right. goes on to sort of beget all of these other Morlun type characters. Yes. You, we get introduced to his whole family... Um, of other kind of immortal beings. Right. I forget what they were. So the next world.
1: thing you know, Spider-Man 3 in their movie is going to have Spider-Pig. You know, I mean, it's... Oh,
0: uh... I, God, I hope so.
1: <laughs> okay, so the next one, the next one I kind of like, I kind of like the idea, um, they're looking at Mysterio. Okay, alright. Uh... I, I would kind of like that. A failed magician, kind of upset, you know, wants to get, you know, is pissed off and Who's there to take it out on Spider-Man?
0: Yeah, um, all right, all right, I'll go with he's, that. He's got the theatrical. I'm sorry, Chris. You, you, you had me at Beetlejuice on a glider. Uh, get, I'm afraid nothing it. on your. Li- you can keep going with your list, right. but I'm, I'm afraid nothing else on your list well, is going to beat Beetlejuice on a glider. Here, here's the last one, and I think
1: this is probably the most likely. Um, is the Vulture?
0: Okay, he, he, they okay. they
1: have this idea now. I love. I I'm pretty sure that it was the same in the comics. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I love the idea of he's an older guy. He's kind of looking for to, to regain his youth and to be younger. So he actually. Why
0: didn't he just buy a red convertible and
1: like get a twenty-year-old 20 old.
0: girlfriend? Right, like yeah. other like other old guys. No,
1: he has a flying vulture suit that he can absorb people's youth.
0: Or that I mean, that's cool. But too. now the
1: cool thing is now. Here's my question: Are they going to CG his face to make him
0: look younger, or are they going to hire a younger-looking Michael Keaton? Oh, because well, see, I think the the using the vulture suit to make himself younger is a more recent addition. Yeah, uh, the character of the vulture previously, it was just an was old just like, dude in a suit. A, old dude in a suit. Well, not just an old dude in a suit. I think he was like a, a uh, engineer, like an aeronautical engineer, and so he designed the, the harness to be able to, to fly. So. I, personally, I mean, if they do the vulture, I hope they don't do the I'm stealing your youth kind of thing. I, I yeah, don't like that idea Maybe as much. he
1: needs it for something else. I don't know. I just don't want to see this bald old dude with, like, the white fuzz around his neck. Like in the old yeah, old no, they, they'll, and... they'll
0: they'll probably update they'll probably do something more akin to the Falcon. Wouldn't that be cool if they kind of linked it in with Captain America? That he had another Falcon suit, that he stole a falcon suit, and or made maybe it he green. was the what if he was the designer? See? What if he was the designer of the falcon suit? And then you have everything kind of neat. All laid. right, Marvel. There you go. Give <laughs> us a call. That's you can contact us at uh just us nerds PC. At gmail.com. That's Jay and Chris. We got your ideas. We're, we're idea men. Um, all right, so let's move on in movie talk. Uh, These ones are confirmed
1: because we've actually seen
0: them. I, I think I saw them. I'm pretty sure you, I saw you them. You saw think you saw them? I, I'm pretty sure okay. that I saw them. Okay. I, I see a lot of things that I'm not, actually not sure are real. Or okay. not. But, um, so we we've seen... We got some great movie trailers coming oh, up. Oh, absolutely! Suicide Squad, Doctor Strange, uh, Godzilla Resurgence. So, w- which of these do you want to talk about first? Um, why don't we start with Suicide
1: Squad? I mean, that's the one everyone's excited about. Everybody, you know, it, I, to me personally, I feel that Suicide Squad is the Deadpool to DC. I,
0: I think you're right. I think you're right. It is. It is DC's Deadpool. It is DC's Dirty Dozen. Uh, for those of you that aren't aware, of this, and, and I, I keep saying that, but I'm I'm going to assume that some people listening to this aren't as uh, plugged Oops. in as, as as we are. Uh, this is this is a movie about uh, in in the same in the Zack Snyder uh, Superman Batman verse. Uh, the government's decided to take just the worst of the worst super criminals and turn them into their own private uh, uh, what is, what do they call it black not black 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 ops, black, black ops team yeah so you've got Harley Quinn, Killer Croc, uh, Deadshot, Deadshot, Slipknot, Diablo. The band Slipknot's going to be yes. The, the band
1: no, no. It's one dude who happens to like to hang
0: people. Oh, okay. and of
1: course the new and improved version of Captain Boomerang.
0: Captain Boomerang, yeah. Oh, good Australian and then katana, katana, right? Cool. So, oh, oh, and uh, Enchantress. Enchantress, we forgot, correct. And, we, we forgot and Diablo. And,
1: well, I said Diablo. You said Diablo. And then they're going to have the side aspects of the joker so
0: and we get a little bit of batman too correct in this trailer,
1: in this trailer we finally get a, a little bit more of batman now here's the question too is this going to be old grumpy batman from batman vs superman or is this going to be a flashback and this going to be young batman because remember they say in batman vs superman hide your ears kids if you don't know you have 20 years you've been doing this for 20 years so this might be previous
0: young still fighting the mission batman i'm just hoping it's just i'm not mowing down people with machine gun fire batman hey, as long as it's hey, old or young batman that was a dream therefore it didn't happen no he was shooting people with machine guns from the batmobile in he wasn't shooting people he was shooting at objects. i hate that logic i hate that <laughs> i'm not gonna shoot at you i'm gonna shoot at the car around you and if you just happen to be in the car well that's just your bad luck just,
1: Hey. Christopher Nolan <laughs> said it, and I'm still not a fan of the Nolan movies. Yes, I've said it. I, I, just,
0: I know, every nerd hates me, but the and thing... suddenly, I was felled by the sound of a thousand nerds crying out in terror. It's correct. I, I, I have many other options, and
1: if you want to do it in email, you and I can argue, and uh, I'll tell you my reasons. My reasons are sound, but the thing is, is one thing that he said in it. Remember? No. He says he doesn't have to save you.
0: There is a world of difference. What does that mean? <laughs> di- okay, all right. There's a train d- falling off of a bridge and he goes, "I don't have to save you." Okay, you know what the Rachel Ghoul could have saved himself, but oh, he decided to destroy the controls of the train. So he was the one who put himself in the predicament. That is just So a you're saying of- the
1: guy with the blowtorch didn't put himself the guy with the flamethrower didn't put himself in that predicament by putting a blowtorch blow on the strap of his I'll, back. I will give him that. Uh-huh. I will give him or that. Or the guys in the speeding truck that stole something thought that there might be a possible risk. Uh, now see, if they fought law uh, enforcement, what's going to happen with law enforcement?
0: They're probably going to get shot. I want to see Batman using rubber bullets. I want to see him using <laughs> quick quick foam, whatever that quick foam is yeah, that yeah, stops yeah, yeah. everything, I want to see him using non us okay. let's, anyway, let's go on We're with the, way off way, of Suicide Squad. Right, so I, I love this trailer. I absolutely love this trailer. I love the way the marketing is using the music selection for each of the trailers. And
1: it's like I've said, and I've said it earlier, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is because of the soundtrack. Guardians of the Galaxy I think is a great movie, but what made it an amazing movie was the soundtrack oh yeah yeah so for me i think that they were going that route somebody joked and said to me wayne's world wants their soundtrack back (laughs) and but i love that they're using queen and they're they're using all of these old rock bands uh, and
0: uh bear uh the beegees right i started a joke i mean and how i mean just the way that the music pieces fit that and and in this trailer you know we have that that update of you don't own me you know so so appropriate uh, and then ballroom blitz. I mean, yes, the, the just the kin- the kinetic nature of that song and the way that they're you know synced with the action scenes. Complete nerd boner. If I'm if I'm being completely honest, just it, it's a nerd boner moment when you watch this trailer. So
1: anyway, basically, you you see, um, you see Amanda Waller, who's being played by Viola, Viola Davis, mm-hmm. who's phenomenal. I mean, she she won an Oscar, and here she is saying. We're going to assemble a team to do bad things. And the thing is, basically, they get caught. They're
0: on their own. They, that's, that's it. it. They're, they're cut loose. You're done. Disavow complete knowledge, like Mission Impossible kind of. Like, kind of a will, thing. We will disavow all knowledge right. of your existence. And, and the thing is, is
1: finally, we see everybody in their own cells. You see uh, Will Smith as you know Floyd Lawton, dead shot, sitting there. And he's, he made a dummy. And you see him practicing or something like that. But if you notice, each of their cells kind of corresponds with the character. So in my book, they, they might be an Arkham. It, it might be like an I, Arkham I, kind of situation. I missed
0: this until you pointed it out to now, me. Now,
1: Diablo's in a tube, you know? And you see later on when they, they open it up, like from the first trailer, they open it up and you see all this water come out. So my guessing is, is he gets pissed off. He does something like that. He tries to escape and he tries to use his fire to melt where he's at. He gets flushed out with water. Mm. Now, you know, whether, you know, for the reason that it works, I guess, you know, can't put him in Fiji, can't put him, you know, he's screwed no. against,
0: like, Aquaman. No, that, no, nowhere with water. He's you got know. to be dry land.
1: However, but... um, later on, at the bar, they're all talking about what you want to drink, <laughs> yeah. and he asks
0: for water. I love that. No, that that's great. And, okay, so getting to that bar scene, uh, we're getting to see a lot more dialogue from Margot Robbie, yes. Harley Quinn. Uh, I... Honestly, when I first saw Margot Robbie as as Harley Quinn, I was not, I did not immediately take to her, uh, I'm not a fan of the costume, it is growing on me. It's not bad. But Margot Robbie is winning me over, and she won me over in this trailer, when I could hear the, you know, she's using more of that kind of Brooklyn accent for Harley Quinn, which is very true to the, you know, the Bruce Timm's first rendering of the the character. I, I, I love that. Um... So yeah I I'm I'm excited for this movie. I I was just telling Chris that it would it would be such a coup if it's this movie Suicide Squad yep. that really jump starts the uh, DC, DC DCU bandwagon Um uh rather than Batman be Superman right. I, uh, just right.
1: So so, so anyway, so they each got their own cells. Harley's kind of in her own, but they kind of let them do whatever they want in prison. If you've ever been you ever been to jail, you're kind of not allowed to rearrange a room or do whatever you want, but she's doing like kind of an arrow thing with her bed sheets. It's very Cirque de Soleil. Right, right. And then, but the cool thing for me, which the most I was happy about, Waylon Jones. Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Killer Croc. One Croc. of my all-time favorite Batman villains. I thought it was the coolest concept. I wanted to see how they did it. I think they did it justice. It is beautiful. But his cell is, it looks like a sewer. You look, and he's got this little piece of land, and then underneath it is the water. They have to keep this crocodile in some kind of water. Well, I'm
0: just wondering, like, if you're the prison warden, do you really want to be allowing your guy who's a half-man, half-crocodile... A place where he can kind of hide underneath the water. Well, so can...
1: true, but maybe they electrify the water. Maybe they could do something like that if he tries to do that. Whatever, who knows?
0: But it's kind of like maybe, maybe they have like a little observatory window beneath, like Sea World, <laughs> like where people come through and they can kind of look at him. And you know, or you can if you pay money when I you was go to Arkham, say... you can feed him fish. You now, can feed him fish. Now here's the thing with Killer Croc. You know, maybe
1: they built that. It's kind of like the old joke. Where does the five hundred pound uh, gorilla sit? Wherever he wants. Yeah, anywhere
0: he wants to.
1: So the thing is, maybe they want to keep him happy. Maybe, maybe he
0: doesn't want to escape because he's like, I like it here. I like it here. They feed me a fish every once in yeah. a while. And... So,
1: but you get to see that. Um, you get to see more of the teen in combat, which is something that's kind of cool for me. We don't know who they're fighting
0: yet, too. If you know, they look I've like seen these, like these mud men. Like, yeah, like shadow kind of ash creatures. Well, with that. It was
1: ash, not ass. Now, okay. with that, I think that Enchantress is being controlled by somebody. And, of course, who else would it be? The master manipulator himself? The Is Joker. The Joker, sure. So I think that
0: he's controlling her, and she's the one sending them out after the Suicide Squad. Let's talk a little bit about Joker, because I know that uh, he... All right, get ready to really get pissed off, nerds, because uh, my my buddy Chris here, not the biggest fan of Heath Ledger's no. Uh, Joker. No. Blasphemy! Now,
1: mind you, mind you, for, in my defense, here's the problem, Okay. I love the idea, I like the concept, however, for me, it's like, you know, he, there were parts, there were parts that were the Joker to me. For me, honestly, throughout comics, throughout everything, the Bruce Timm adaptation of the Joker is my Joker. The Mark Hamill goofing around Joker. Now, like, the pencil trick, that is the Joker. Okay. Okay? Him even setting the money on fire. Mm-hmm. That is the Joker. Mm-hmm. But the sticking my head out of a car, acting all weird—I—I didn't like that. Mm. For me, the Joker has always had a plan. Heath Ledger seemed like he was like
0: really look like a guy with
1: a plan. See that he even says it himself, folks. And the thing, you know, walking around in a dress—yeah, okay, funny. I could see him doing that. But there, there are some things I look at and I just seem that. You know, the Joker always has the Joker always has a plan. This one maybe he had a plan, but he sure as hell didn't lead on to it. So but now we've got Jared Leto. And at first when you saw the photos, I saw the tattoos. It not a made, fan of the tattoos. I, I'm not a. there's certain tattoos I didn't like. I didn't mind the ones on the chest. I didn't even mind the ones on the arms. I like the
0: smiles on the, yeah, the smiles. Stuff on like the that. That's
1: I been, thought that was kinda neat. I don't like the gangster J on, on his eye. Mm-hmm. I don't like damage written across his forehead. Yeah. I get it. It's know. a little
0: too on the nose.
1: Exactly. And but you know, and then when we first saw him, he's only in his Arkham pants. Yeah. So but now now we get to take a look at him and he's actually in a tuxedo.
0: Yeah. And you yeah, yeah.
1: see him and he's and he and he says uh something great is going on. And you look and half of his face is burned. Yeah. And he finally yeah. looks Like, the part, and he's just this crazy guy. But the thing that I loved, and it was something I was explaining to you earlier. Now, mind you, trailers have the ability of, um, trailers have the ability to to move things around. So we don't know if this is actually true, but one last thing I want to bring up with it is you get to see, you hear him laugh, and then finally the Ah, team. ah, ah, ah,
0: And the team. He had that kind of sick thing at at the end, right? But the
1: team looks, and they actually look scared. Yeah, and you see Harley of all people because she knows, and she wasn't excited to see him.
0: Oh shit!
1: She goes, "Oh no!" And for me, it shows that abusive relationship. He doesn't want her around. However, he doesn't want anybody else to want anyone else to
0: have her. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, you've got it. It is. It's an abusive relationship. Um.
1: So, um, you know, with that, I, I, you know, if you get the chance, go on to YouTube. Go on any other channels that have it. Watch the Suicide Squad trailer. Now, on to Doctor Strange. Um, go ahead and, and, I mean, this is, this is kind of a well known
0: character, wouldn't you say? I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it, if you had told me like 10 years ago that people were going to know who Iron Man was, I, w- I wouldn't have believed it. So I, I, I think Marvel's making every character a well known right. character. So, of uh, course, but- you know, we've got Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, that's such a great name. He's got the greatest name ever. Nick Cumberbatch. That's so British. I I love it. Who, of course,
1: is known for being uh, Sherlock Holmes in the new Sherlock series, uh, is Doctor Stephen Strange. I mean, for me, perfect. Absolutely. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. But they actually show already kind of what the premise is. I kind of like that these characters that they have to explain... They kind of show it in the trailer. You know he's in a car accident. You know his hands. He's a brain surgeon. surgeon.
0: You know he was a surgeon.
1: And his... They might have changed it, but normally he's a neurosurgeon or whatever. Mm -hmm. Something takes very delicate precision. His hands are ruined. He Mm -hmm. can't use it anymore. So he comes to find out there are places in the Middle East that... Or the you know the
0: far east. Far east. I'm sure there's places in the Middle East too. Wherever, somewhere east. It's somewhere east. It's not here. That's is, all you need to know. You it's can't not here. get it in New York. He needs to start walking east and yes. not stop until he finds a way to fix his hands.
1: So, you know, that they have a cure, so that he actually can go there and you know, um, to he, go and he can
0: get back to surgery. 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 But
1: the thing is, is he finds out that he has a. An, what's so correct uh he he's good at, at being a sorcerer and kind of Harry Harry Potter kind of he finds out he's a wizard or and... a wizard stephen <laughs> so um but so is have... it is
0: it hagrid who comes and visits him and the no, hogwarts no actually or... it's
1: Uh, I can't even say this guy's name. Actually, the character is Baron Mordor, but you want to try to pronounce dude's name. Oh,
0: I love this actor. He's a great... Chiwetel Ejiofor. He he was
1: in uh, 12 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a
0: Slave. Um, For for our our geeks here, he was also one of the the best screen villains, in my opinion, in the movie Serenity. Yes, The Firefly movie. Agreed. Agreed. uh but it's it's kind of like almost in a Batman begins sort of way. Correct. He kind of climbs the Himalayas, he yeah, th- that would actually make kind of a nice how it should have ended. Like uh you know in he's climbing the Himalayas and instead wrong of house. climbing wrong house he, he winds up in Rachel Gould's house instead. of The ancient oops, sorry. Wrong uh, house. We can teach you how to be a fighter. No, no no, I no, just no, no. want to use my hands again. Um
1: love interest and they haven't named him here yet, but Miss Rachel McAdams. For me, oh, fan- fantastic, absolutely, and it's nice to stare at,
0: absolutely beautiful, and a wonderful actress too. I just saw her in Spotlight and uh, uh, won the Academy of, yeah. a- Award, and uh, she's marvelous in it. So it's, it's okay.
1: Great. So um, Mads McKillison is actually being played by, or is being uh, the villain, and we don't know who he's we don't playing. Know, no, we don't know. We don't who know he's who he's. he's but uh, the pictures that I've seen. There's something going on with his eyes. It looks like the makeup. It actually looks like pieces of it are peeling away. They're probably doing some kind of CG with his eyes, making them glow or something That'd like be that. Cool. Because all of his minions all have it. Now, what's kind of crazy is, of course, Stephen Strange is being trained by the Ancient One, and the Ancient One is
0: kind of like Tilda. Well, she played by Tilda Swinton. right? Now,
1: yes, and that's the thing. She, she, do you notice she is always in those like omnipotent, you know, cast roles? Yeah, yeah, she, she played was Gabriel in, and Constantine. In Constantine, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the White Queen or the White Witch, uh, in uh, the yeah. Narnia films. Yeah,
0: very, uh, yeah, very. I'm a mystical, powerful kind of yes. person, sort of the Kate so, Blanchett role. So. I'm kind of,
1: I'm happy with it. It's fitting. She creeps me the hell out though, because like if you look at her, her hair, her eyebrows, it's so fair compared with her fair skin. So she looks just. All the same very, very color. Very
0: unique, yeah. Very unique look, yeah. It's it definitely was a different direction for Marvel to go on this, and and uh, I mean they're not afraid to take risks. And I, I, Marvel has earned my trust at this point. Nope,
1: I agree. And then they finally give you the Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange, him in his full uniform. You see him walking up, and he's actually walking up to the Citadel window. And what that is, it's called The Window of the Worlds. And he can actually look in on other worlds through this window. Oh, that's cool. And But you see him, and he's got the red cape, and, you know... It's right out of the Steve Ditko it, comic. It looks phenomenal. Can
0: you think for a minute how far we've come? hmm When you think about the X-Men, the first X-Men movie, Brian Singer X-Men that came out in the 2000s, how afraid they were to put the comic-accurate costumes up on screen... Correct. And now, flash forward now to 2016, and we have a Stephen Strange that looks like he's right out of the comics. We have a Captain
1: America who's straight out of the comics, an Iron Man, a Hulk, a Thor. The only thing, Thor, you need your damn helmet. I'm getting pissed off. I understand it cramps your hair, but I need a goddamn helmet. He does
0: have luscious hair.
1: Wolverine, put on a goddamn mask. That's pissing me off. And yeah. I will say it. I know there's a lot of fans who will say it. Put on a goddamn mask. It's Hugh it's Dackman. Everyone wants to. I know use, he's pretty. But he's come pretty. on. I,
0: I, I, I want to see the mask. I, I guess. But I guess,
1: all so. in all, I want to say, I you know, Civil War's coming up. Mm-hmm. But you always, after you see something, you always like, what's coming next? What's, what's, what's coming the next, next thing? Yeah. For me. I am most excited for Doctor Strange. I think it is going to be a great movie. So. Oh,
0: I, I, yeah! If you had told me that I was going to be excited for a Doctor Strange movie, I, I, I don't think I would have believed it, but the, this trailer was very slick. So okay. Let's go talk quickly about uh, Godzilla. So there's a, a new Godzilla movie coming out in Japan. Right. Now, this is more of your realm, so... Well, so you're going to have to fly to Japan if you want to see this movie. I don't know if it's going to get a U.S. release or not. I might do, you know, select theaters and stuff like that. So, Well, well one of the areas of my nerdery is uh, Godzilla. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. Um, and uh, so we have this new movie, Godzilla Resurgence, coming out They released the, the trailer. Uh, I am ambivalent about the look. Yeah, of Godzilla in this it. trailer,
1: uh, he, he looks battle damaged. He I, looks I,
0: like someone started drawing him and didn't finish, mm-hmm. like especially around the arms. He has like the little kind of T Rex arms, and maybe I, that's
1: why he's so mad.
0: Maybe that's why he is so mad. I'm not sure. It it actually reminds me for those of you that are Godzilla fans listening to this. It reminds me uh, a bit of the the final High uh, Sea series where uh, Godzilla versus Destroya, where the one of the plot lines in that movie was that. Godzilla's nuclear power was was reaching critical mass, and he was melting down. And so they altered his look to have this sort of cracked skin, oh, uh, red, almost sort of like lava beneath the skin. So look, that's dead on. Very similar to to what we're seeing yeah. uh, in in this trailer. Uh, I, I haven't made up my mind yet whether or not I I like it. Uh, for me, I think probably you know everyone just you know everyone has their uh, James Bond. Right. Everyone has their Batman. And everyone has their Godzilla. This one's kind of got
1: a big smile on him, too. He does have
0: a bit of a Joker thing going on. I like the, 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 the almost kind of the rows of sharks yeah. teeth, sort of. I I, I like that. So but
1: for me, what I thought was kind of neat, it looks like a guy in a suit. And I kind of like that. I mean, I loved the original Godzilla's where it was a dude in a suit.
0: And that's, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're a purist, that's what you're used to. So, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it. But, uh, you know, hey, they're... Making another Godzilla movie—that's that's never a bad thing, unless Basically. it has Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich and Matthew Broderick. Yeah, involved. and the
1: little Godzilla monsters running around the Madison Square Garden.
0: In which case, I want nothing to do with this okay
1: so but here's the thing we don't really know much what's going on the trailer you just see them walking around and a bunch of japanese people and they look kind of upset they're not even
0: really talking it's just a lot of people staring dramatically yeah with with, with music but you
1: don't even know what they're saying but they don't even
0: look kind of scared that's the thing either too so they might be used to it by now i think it's probably systematic desensitization so that's kind of like you know when you're around something that's you know really scary for most people uh, but you are around it every day, like right. if you were a beekeeper and right. you were just around right. bees every day, it wouldn't bother you. Or a snake handler, yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah, something like that, or yeah. Okay. So, so like, I'm thinking if you live in Japan and you you just kind of get used to this sort of thing, so you're just like, oh, there's Godzilla. I well, guess I'm not going to work today. Guess not. All right. Uh, so, all right. So, toy box. Let's let's move on to our next section uh, as we we close out today's podcast with with toy box. So we're gonna just talk uh, about some of the upcoming toys that we're excited about uh and then i'm going to do a brief toy review um well something that i'm really excited about is the new uh batman animated series line that's that's coming out
1: i what i loved about the series that's already out they've already given you a bunch of them but they're so these are the adult figures these are not your kid ones that i got you know when i was 10 years old these ones actually come with articulation. they come with different hands they come you know with with little articles that if you watch the show, you got because they come with stuff like the joker came with the fishbowl the little fishbowl that goes over his head and a laughing fish you know and stuff like that yeah, i I yeah. love that
0: absolutely yeah i mean the, the the just the state of the art of of toys uh from when we were kids has changed so much, and it's really become i mean they aren't they aren't made for children they're they're i mean they're made for. Uh, these are collectible items. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so they you know had come out with a series of uh, Batman figures that were based upon the Bruce Timm animated series. Now,
1: these are the first three seasons. These are the first... So, yeah, yeah. The first they did three- the first three seasons because in the fourth season, they actually went a different design. The Batman had the black bat, and and his eyes much were just slimmer, crystal blue. Much
0: slimmer yeah. design. Uh, yeah. Um, but these... Uh, so these two figures, one is, is based off of... I think it's a season... Yeah, it is. It's season four. They're based yeah. off of season four, uh, and it is a three pack. It's actually based off of Dark Knight Returns. Right. So for me,
1: like I said, it's it's an okay story. It wasn't one of my favorites because you know I don't like seeing old Batman, but I, I love that they are the Bruce Tim design.
0: Oh yeah. I, so the three. I'm that gonna you bring them have... up so we can so we can look at them. Uh, yeah, the the. Uh, so it's gonna be uh, big fat Batman, my yeah. big fat Greek Batman. <laughs> uh Carrie Kelly Robin right. and then the mutant leader right um and yeah i mean they it's the, they're rendered in the bruce tim style uh they they just they look really slick
1: right no i i really agree with them i love the color tone i love the batman he's in this gray and this dark blue and i i really love the the corresponding colors the mutant looks
0: cool i mean even you know he's real pale i mean just the the no, they 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 captured him, and and you had looked it up before we started the podcast. It, he is from a third uh, season four episode, right? Tales of Dark Night, which is one of one of my favorite episodes. Uh, it's a bunch of kids in Gotham talking about their Batman. vision of, of what Batman of is. Batman. Batman, and this one girl who looks like. Carrie Kelly, Kelly is telling the her version of Batman and it's they kind of redo the Dark the, Knight Returns. The Dark Knight Returns the specifically the mutant fight mm-hmm. at the at the junkyard. Right. Uh and who would have thought that years later we would be getting to see that scene Live again. Yeah. Uh, well no, no, no. Again in Dark Knight Returns cartoon the, in the D C movie. Correct.
1: No, it was it was really great. I love I think Bruce Tim wanted to play his, pay his own homage and I think that's why he was able to throw that in there, you know? He wanted to be able to pull the other portions of the Batman. Yeah. So the next set that we actually have is actually a Batman Beyond three-pack. Technically, though, it's a a two-and-a-half pack.
0: (laughs) You're counting the dog just as a half. All right.
1: So what you get, you get um, Terry McGinnis in the Batsuit, which is cool. You got the extended wings. You get old man Bruce Wayne with a cane. Not fat. I, not fat. This this old man. This old
0: man does Pilates. Or... This is
1: grumpy like Clint Eastwood, Bruce Wayne.
0: He goes to the gym though. He watches his carb intake Correct. and yeah. well, you know. And then Ace the bad hand. The bat hand. If I ever, I don't have a dog, but I've made my wife already promise me that if we get a dog, no matter what kind of dog we get, to name the dog Ace. I,
1: that was my thing, and I told, I said if I ever got a boy dog, I'd name him Ace. So, but instead I got a girl, so we named her Indiana. But the thing is, is um, I, I love the articulation, I mean, it's straight off of the panels, I mean, um, each of them, they're, they're very articulate, the hands move, different hands, uh, some come with batarangs, Bruce comes with his cane, you know, um, even Ace, Ace can turn his head, he can move everything around, it's not like some just prop that's there.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, they're not, they're not like, they're, st- they're statues in a sense, but they're mobile statues, so you can render them, you know, in, in different poses. Um okay so those can be found incidentally right now I've got them pre-ordered on Big Bad Toy Store uh I think Amazon carries them yeah. also or your local comic book shop uh the uh Batman animated series uh Tales of Dark Knight so the 3 pack from Dark Knight Returns is selling on Big Bad Toy Store for about 59.99 the Batman Beyond 3 pack is selling for about 44.99 so uh Chris you wanted to talk about uh, the Civil War figures. Correct. I'm going to see if I can pull these up on Big Bad Toy right, Store so while we're talking about it.
1: What this is is the, um, Marvel Legends is putting out. It's the second edition of the Civil War. Now, of course, these are the cool figures, um, but I like to call these the rich boy figures because what it is is they're 20 bucks a pop. But if you build, them, if you buy all of them, you get to put in. in All the
0: little figures come with a piece of a figure, and you build a big, giant figure. Whoever came up with that concept is a rich man today. Exactly. Now, the
1: thing with these is um, they are based off of the uh, Civil War for um, the the upcoming movie. And so what I was really excited about is
0: they have... um, and, of course, I can't find them now.
1: <laughs> yep, right here, if you want to...
0: Well, here's one. Here's the Iron Man. Yep. so... All right, so...
1: Go ahead and keep talking. I'll see if I can find it.
0: Sure. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you have... In, in this line, you have the Civil War uh, Mark 46 Iron Man. Uh, you have the Captain America. This is the movie version of the character. Uh, you have a character from the, the comic books. Um, what's his name? Nuke. Uh, Nuke. Yeah, Nuke. Uh, he's got the United state's flag tattooed on his, on his face. Who,
1: incidentally, was in the first Daredevil series. Or no, Jessica Jones. Because, he was? Yes, um, he was the cop. He was the police officer. All
0: right, so we're, we're, we're back. And uh, so we were going to talk about the Marvel Legends uh, Civil War II uh, figures. Right. Now, of course, um, the Marvel Legends
1: have decided, of course, they are going to introduce some of the figures for the upcoming Civil War. Um, there are six figures, and of course, like any Marvel Legends... Much like our desired salary, six figures. Correct, correct. However, uh, Marvel Legends has, um, you know, the way that they basically do it is you buy six figures, and you get to build a giant
0: figure. Whoever came up with that idea is a rich man. Absolutely. That's the person making the six figures. Right. The person who came up with that idea.
1: All right, so let me give you the list. I'll give you the rundown. Okay. All right, so they have the Mark Forty. 40- Forty-five or no forty-six Iron Man, which after forty-six suits, you you think he'd stop? But how many Iron Man suits do you think are going to be in this movie? Uh, eleventy billion. Yeah, I'm thinking at least four. Okay. So of course they've got we're uh, off by a little bit. Yeah. So they've got Captain America.
0: Yeah. Cool. So movie movie Mo- movie America. accurate Captain America. Yep.
1: Okay. Um. Now this one is actually just uh, privy to comic book
0: um Captain America comics. It's actually going to be Red Guardian. Ah, this is the this is the Russian Captain America. I love this. Duh da No, Ni Yeah, and
1: I guess he's at, ordering like a cheeseburger. I
0: am. So um they have comic accurate Nick Fury. And so the non the non Sam L. Jackson right, this is Hasselhoff like, Nick yes. Fury.
1: Hasselhoff Nick Fury. Uh a Captain America villain, of course, Marvel's Nuke. Yeah. So, which was great because Nuke actually was uh, shown in Jessica Jones. He's the the tall blonde cop because he's taking the pills to regenerate and uh, make
0: him stronger. I didn't realize that that was Nuke. See, I. See, Nuke is a character, isn't he? Wasn't he someone who was like the nineteen seventies Captain America? But he went crazy yeah. because of the pills he was taking. Yeah, they tried to to replicate the the Super Soldier right. Serum, but they couldn't do it. So they they did it with sort of steroids that yep. drove him crazy. And, that's, and so that's he, what they're, they're using. He became Nuke, okay. and of course, the new design for Black Panther. So I, I want that figure. So I, I think bet. they're
1: really cool. I love this new design. It looks really sleek, really aerodynamic.
0: Plus. He looks badass. He he, he looks completely... Bit. That scene in the trailer where the, that helicopter gunship is just unloading on him and he just turns around and he's like, What? What, what is this tickling that Correct. I'm feeling on my back? So, oh, that's bullets. Now the best part.
1: And actually, if it's a spoiler, it is a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear it, shut it off now or just fast forward. They
0: pretty much just spoiled it in the toys anyway. Right. So.
1: so the figure that you make, and I use the word giant figure... Loosely, because it is Giant Man, Giant man. we finally see that Scott is able to... What well, we saw in the end of Ant-Man, you saw he was able to make himself larger. So he's probably now been able to weaponize it. So I think uh, we're going to see... Giant Man. People have already speculated in the trailer that you've actually seen the big giant leg next to Hawkeye. So I think what during that airport scene, we're mm-hmm. actually going to see Giant Man start kicking a little ass.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a little disappointed that, it, that the toy company spoiled it for me. But uh, it, it's it's so hard to keep that stuff under wraps. You got to oh. think it's 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 really hard to keep spoilers like characters. Uh, especially with the way that the toy companies move so... They have to move so quickly right. because they have to, they Keep have to st- strike while the iron's hot.
1: Now, what I'm excited about is each figure. The articulation is great. The detail is even better. I mean, the Iron Man comes with the propulsor blast. He comes with two extra hands. Uh, Black Panther comes with an unmasked head. Um, you know, uh, Red Guardian obviously comes with his shield. Nick Fury comes with two other heads. One of a, one of them's a battle helmet. And then Nuke uh, comes with it as well uh, it comes with a different head, plus two extra guns. I mean, all in all, I mean, everybody here is is... They're beautiful to look at.
0: Um, they are... I a- really like the uh, repulsor effects on yes. the, the Iron Man figure. The blue repulsor effects. Uh, Marvel Legends, I mean, by and large, been some of my favorite toys to collect. Right. I, I wish we had more of the... You tend to see the effects accessories more with the higher-end toys, like exactly. the hot toys, so it's nice to see them coming in to, uh, you know, the Marvel Legends for the, you know, us, you know, the toy collectors with the $20 a right. uh, figure now, budget.
1: All right, so now we'll get on to uh, figure review. Um, so as as most of you should know by now, but we'll let you know anyway, James and I are huge into our collections. We we love uh, being able to to find new things to showcase, but nothing, I'm going to tell you, mine is nowhere near james's i mean it's just well
0: it's been it's a collection that's been in progress for a very very long time um yeah one of these days i'm going to post a video that just shows off my entire collection so i'm going to do a just a brief review about the dc comics multiverse earth 23 superman so uh this is uh you know they used to have the dc classics line of figures, and that's sort of been done away with and replaced with this this DC multiverse figure. So they're six-inch scale. Correct. uh, Multiple points of articulation. This one, this uh, Earth-23 Superman, is done very much in the style of the the DC classics. Well, and
1: what's nice about those, too, is that you collect all of them, you get to build a giant figure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they they have the build-a-figure technology (laughs) also, uh, and so th- this is part of the Justice Buster line. Oh, cool. So if you read the Batman story Endgame, you know that he has this suit, kind of like a lot, it really is kind of a ripoff of the Hulk Buster yeah. armor. It's Batman's armor for taking on the Justice League. So you get Earth 23 Superman, and you get the uh, I think it's the left leg or the right leg. Uh, You get the the one one of the legs. No, no, no. That that just says Buster in hand. Uh, No, you just you get one of the the legs. So um, in a little background, Earth, you know, Earth 23 Superman, uh, very, very distinct, very much a departure from the the character. This is. Calvin L. I think he's Calvin L. So this is an African-American Superman who I actually read was based, his likeness was based off of a mixture of Muhammad Ali and President Obama, which is kind of interesting if you think about that. There there was a comic book where Superman boxed Muhammad Ali. Correct.
1: And you've actually seen uh, Superman or the Justice League meet up. You actually see it in Justice League War. Cyborg talks to... President Obama.
0: Yeah, so uh, they really. Oh no, it was Flashpoint. I'm sorry. It was Flashpoint. Okay, but still. So, so they're yeah you know, really, uh, uh, really fan big fans of Muhammad Ali and, and President Obama. So I guess it makes sense that they would make a Superman in his likeness. So let let me. I, I made just a few notes about this this figure. Um, so the the paint applications are, are are I would I would call them fair. I wouldn't call them great. And the only thing that I would, I would reason I would say great is my figure just had a few smudges uh, are, are around the, uh, the cusp. Um, the blue is just sort of a, just sort of a flat blue. There's not really any I think sort of a blue figure and they just spray painted everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there really isn't anything to convey much uh, sense of, of depth. Um, uh, there's not much variation there. I mean, I, I, it's, it's fair. I, I would, it's, it's a C it's, it's, it's not an A plus. Um, you know, even when I uh, the paint applications on the on the cape are are, are fine. Um, you know, as far as the overall likeness of the the character, uh, you know, I compared it with the comic book. I mean, it 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 looks somewhat like uh like Earth twenty three Superman. Um, you know, the the cape is a bit stiff. It's just it's made out of the, the sheet of plastic, so it's pretty much just stuck in that that pose. Uh, I, I would have almost liked it if they had added just some faux wrinkles. It's it's kind of basically just this flat piece of red yeah. sheet of paper that's that's on his back. So you um, there's nothing really it, it just doesn't look dynamic. It just looks sort doesn't of doesn't even like, look like a cape. It, it kinda looks like a glider. Yeah, it looks sort of like he's wearing a, a glider on, on on the back of him. Um, you I mean there's articulation at the the head, although it's it's really tight. I'm I'm finding I have to you really can only get him to turn his head slightly to the left and right. Uh, you, you can go up and down, uh, but he can only look up slightly. So it's not really good for, uh, a, a flight pose. I mean, if you, I suppose you, know, you could, you could put him into a flight pose. I'm putting him into a flight pose now and you can, you know, he kind of sort of is, is looking forward. Uh, you have ab crunch, you have bicep, uh, swivel, you have, uh, elbow, uh, pivot, uh, the, uh fist rotates uh because of the belt you really can't move his you can't raise his leg very much so he you can't really get him into a a a fairly dynamic uh flight pose um you uh it have a swivel at mid-thigh uh no ankle pivot and at the ankle uh you just rocks uh back and forth uh so I, I got this figure more just for the novelty of it I, yeah. I like to collect different variations of characters that i like and i you know having uh an african american superman's kind of cool kind of going back to an earlier show where we were talking about representing a little more Correct. diversity uh so that I, I thought that that was kind of cool um to, to own this figure but if Uh, he, he's okay to, I mean, he'll stand up on his own if you pose him in kind of a, just a boring kind of standing pose. Um, I have him in sort of a flight pose now, but you, you really can't do, uh, as much as I would like to do as far as posing this character. Um... You can find him for around uh, $21 if you can get him in retail. He's going for a little bit more if you look him on eBay and Amazon. I'm looking at him right now on eBay and someone's selling him for $31. So uh, I, I would suggest go go into try try Target or, or Walmart. It's probably where you'd be able to find him. Um, but I, I would say I mean, it's a fair figure if you're a collector of uh, of Superman toys. Uh, you know. I, this character's never been imagined before as a figure, so, so I would recommend getting him. Well, uh, we are at the end of our show, so that's about all the time we have for Just Us Nerds. But for next time, uh, we're going to be doing our... Uh, not, no, no, uh Yeah, required reading. Required reading. So uh, we're going to be talking about the graphic novel The Nail, which is an Elseworlds tale written by Alan David and drawn by Mark Farmer. Uh, very fitting, because we were just talking about, does the world need a Superman? Uh, this was published in 1998, so going going back a little bit... Um, so it's interesting we were just talking about does the world need a superman and this sort of envisions the dc universe had there not been a superman so we'll be talking about that next time on just us nerds well on behalf of myself jay and my buddy chris we want to thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed today's podcast and we really hope that you tune in next time and remember fire in short controlled bursts we'll see you next time on just us nerds bye-bye